Hello, good morning, good morning, podcast world. How are we doing? I'm sorry, I just had to turn off my ringer. Uh, That was Sarah McLaughlin in the arms of an angel. And yes, I am back on the podcast there. I am Dupree, your podcast host. Uh, And uh, whatever else is that I need to be, a motivational speaker and so on. Um, I have been gone for some time and I'm back and I uh, got, uh, you know, a few things to talk about um, today. So please enjoy the rest of the song. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that beautiful song, Miss Sarah. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this is, I am so late on this one, but I want to wish you all a happy new year. And uh, I know for the, for my followers, the few that I have, thank you very, very much. I love you all. Thank you. Uh, here on Anchor, you can look at to see how many, um, you know, uh, times your podcast been uh, played or listened to, whatever it is, how many players out there. And, and I have I have a nice, a nice, satisfying amount. And I thank you all 
for listening to my podcast. I thank you very, very much. And I apologize for not being diligent enough to be on the podcast uh, world regularly. But uh, that's going to change um, now. And and I have to, you know, get out here a few times a week and, and, and I'm going to do that um, because I've realized I have to focus on, uh, you know, the things that are important to me. And, and, and you know, while it's OK to be uh, diversified, have your hands in quite a few things, it's always uh, important to make sure that you stick to that plan. And my podcast is important to me. It really is. Um, there are so many podcast uh, platforms out there, and I'm only on Anchor. And um, even dealing with Anchor is still a lot of new things, still a lot of things that I have to learn um, as I'm part of the older generation. Um, I'm just now learning how to do videos with my phone, and um, I'm going to make sure I put up uh, a YouTube video for certain things that I'm into. So these are the things that I have to uh, focus on and I'm going to become proficient in. Um, So, but uh, thank you on that. 2020 has been a very interesting year thus far. It started out rough for a lot of people. It started out rough for uh, the family uh, that, uh, uh, passed away in a helicopter incident along with Kobe Bryant and his uh, baby daughter, his young daughter, Um, along with seven other people on there. We've had so much that has taken place, the impeachment um, for 2020 so far. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump was found not guilty, whatever that, that, uh, how that goes. And, um... You know, we have countless murders already, and then we have one that affected me the most, which was the passing of my father, which was January the 1st of this year. And it's, 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 it's been rough. And um, this podcast is dedicated to my father, as well as to a lot of people out there that has lost um, loved ones. And, um, it was pretty rough. You know, losing a loved one is not easy. It's not, especially a parent. And I know a lot of people out there, a lot of parents, a lot of fathers, especially fathers, they get a bad rep for not really being, you know, what moms are and, and, you know, fathers that, you know, or absent of they out of their children's lives or not, you know, successful or whatever situation is, they tend to get a bad deal. And um, especially those that fought in the war, uh, any war. But my father fought in Vietnam. He was actually a war hero. Very impressive uh, resume he has uh, from his military uh, life. So, but. The war in itself took a lot from our soldiers that were there. And um, I think in the end, 
I think my father suffered a lot within himself. And uh, I think the war had a lot to do with it, along with bad health and other things that um, my dad uh, was a part of. Uh, he was a good man in his own right. My father was a very funny man. I can remember him when I was younger. The story that my dad told and the bike rides in the movie theaters. My father was a big, big fan of Godzilla and Bruce Lee. And he was a genius when it came to fixing things with his hands. And I don't know the whole story. I hear different parts of the story between him and my mom, why they separated and then eventually divorced. But my father always had a sad look sometimes, from time to time. And one time I thought the world of him. As I got older, I guess I began to understand that it's not that my father was was a bad man or lazy. Uh, my father had big dreams of being an entrepreneur. Uh, he had a big, you know, plans to have his own hot dog cart, his own hot dog hot dog cart, and newspaper stand in Philadelphia. That was all he talked about for years. He really never made a move to make that come true. Um, you know, starting a business is not easy. You know, you have to do research. You have to do paperwork. You have to be patient. You have to understand tax laws. You have to surround yourself with people uh, that's business minded and so on, whatever uh, it all takes to become a business, you have to put in that time. And my father, he just he just couldn't do it. He just never started it. I, I don't know why, you know, but here's the crazy part. My father himself was his own boss because he did a lot of handyman work. He was very good, like I said, with fixing cars and remodeling bathrooms. And he was very good at it. <clears throat> and at that time, I was loving being an employee. I was working uh, in the hospitality industry. I was uh, with uh, Ribbit Restaurant down there in Center City, Philadelphia. And I was part of the Sheraton uh, Society Hill Hotel family. And so being an entrepreneur or really understanding what it took to be a business really never crossed my mind because I was happy uh, at that time working. But I know my father talked about it a lot. And <clears throat> maybe if I would have understood, excuse me for one second, folks. I had to get a <clears throat> sip of water. Maybe if I had understood the necessary steps or what it takes to start the business, I would have, you know, you know, encouraged him or showed him uh, back then uh, in my late teens, early 20s. Back then, I would have probably um talk to him about it but nevertheless he just 
you know, talked about how he was going to have his hot dog cart and newspaper stand. And then, you know, after a few years, I just realized that it was pop talking and he continued to do a little stuff for himself, but he didn't really take care of himself physically. You know, he wouldn't stop drinking or smoking um, and so on. And he wasn't eating right. And his brothers and sisters, my aunts and uncles, started passing away. Until my father became the last uh, of his siblings. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, of his siblings. And um, yeah, he was the last. He was the last one. And at this time, I had left Philadelphia. I left Philadelphia in '02, and I came to Florida. And I came to Florida, and I had to learn some things uh, for myself about really being, becoming my own man, away from the family and friends out of Philadelphia. And um, I was away from my family for a minute. Um, I wouldn't go back to Philadelphia for maybe four or five years at a time. And, uh, you know, my mom, she came down to visit a couple of times. But I had somehow distanced myself from Philadelphia because I was really trying to find my place in Florida. And I started to change. And my father, he kept, you know, he kept being him. And I'm not to say, you know, the choices he made, were they good or bad? I'm not here to say that. I'm just saying that my father, you know, he made his decisions and I made mine. But having seen my father, having seen him, haven't seen him for some time, you know, I, I, you know, I grew, we, we, we grew somewhat apart, I guess. I don't know, but I know his health continued to decline. Now my brother was there with him, you know, from day one for 46 years, my brother had his father, you know, I had moved from Philly in 02, but we talked a lot on the phone and stuff and, and video chat and everything, me, my brother, and my dad. And uh, to make a long story short, my father eventually came down and he was in really bad health. And he came down, I believe, in um, 2017. We talked after some time, and it's important to understand that after not seeing my father so long, you know, we grew into our own characters, you know, uh, we were set in our own ways, and it did not go too well when my father got down here. I mean, he was in bad, bad shape. He was really in bad shape. And I remember crying when I saw him at the train station. And we brought him in, and me and my wife, we brought him in, and we nursed him and uh, uh, um, 
did some things for him and you know my father he got healthy and you know we we helped him out with his VA and his social security and that and that that helped out a great deal for him um he was all right but he was stuck in his ways and he was just as stubborn as ever and I have to say, so was I. And it didn't work out. And one year later, he went back to Philadelphia. And um, you know, January the the first, two thousand twelve, I got the call that my father had passed from my brother. And I think I only spoken with my father one time, six months before he passed, I believe it was. We talked on the phone briefly. He'd been in Philadelphia a year and we talked a couple times on the phone and that was that. Because we were both too stubborn. You know, to admit we both were wrong. I don't know. I know that my dad's not here now and I didn't have a chance to talk with him on good terms and I didn't have a chance to tell him I loved him and you know he passed away alone in the room sitting in a wheelchair which I didn't even know he was in a wheelchair until my cousin found him. And for a while, I felt guilt because of the things I said to him, because of the arguing, the stubbornness. And then my brother had to remind me and my wife had to remind me that I just wanted better for him. And my brother said we did good by him because he was better He got better when he came down here. So, you know, when we when we lose a loved one on not good terms, it tends to bother us because we always tell ourselves, we're telling ourselves we could have we had one more chance to tell them or we could have done something right. And I miss my dad. I miss him. But I also have to understand that I too have a life that I have to live. And I know for sure that I have to take care of myself. And I've learned a lot of things from my father. No matter what condition or predicament he was in, I learned a lot from my dad. And now that I'm an entrepreneur... I can put that to use. My father was a very wise man. He knew a lot. He knew a lot. And my father was was big into the Bible. He knew God. He trusted in God. 
And I have to believe in my heart that God, my father is up there with God and, and, and him and Jesus is just having a ball and he's seeing his, his siblings, his mom and his father and, and all his worries, whatever ailed him, whatever made him sad and depressed, my father doesn't have to deal with that no more. And I myself have to go on and live. I'm, I'm battling diabetes and heart conditions and I got to get myself back healthy. I got to get on to my diet. And I got to exercise again and, and I want to do good for whatever time that I have here. And I have to trust in God and I have to focus on God. Lately, I've been so down and depressed and out. And I can't do that no longer. I have to live. I, I have to get things established. Because as a black man, I am determined to succeed. I am determined to make my ancestors as well as my parents proud. And I still have a mom and I still have two brothers and have a wife. Um, I have uh, two children. You know, uh, I have a young boy and, and, and I have a daughter who has made me a grandfather and I got to uh, do what I can to mend those relationships as well. And this guilt can't kill me. I can't allow it. I can't allow it to take away who I was. The grieving process has to happen, of course. But that's all it's meant to do for us to grieve, for us to reflect and then rebuild. Yes, part of rebuilding can be uh, 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 in the grieving process. It can. You go through the blame, the, the, the anger, the feeling sorry, blaming. You go through that. That's part of the grieving process and the crying and the reflecting. But also you got to rebuild. You have to rebuild and pick up where you left off. I'm not trying to rush this process. I miss my dad and I love him. That's why I'm here on the podcast and that's why I have social media and I have to get back into it. And so do you, ladies and gentlemen. You got to get back into it. Losing a loved one is not easy. It's very painful. It is. Sometimes it's the hardest thing that you can ever deal with. And at times you may not know what to do next. You may not know what to say, where to go. You may not know how to start over. And it's important for you to reach out. Social media uh, has a way of bringing others together. It's a beautiful way to network. It can be a platform where you can grieve with others. That is experience what you're experiencing. 
You don't have to go through this alone, and you shouldn't. But know that that is life. And that the shoe was on the other foot, if it was us that was going away, we would want others, our loved ones, to go on and to do whatever it is they need to do. So they too, when it's their time, they can say, you know what? I did good. I love my dad and I am going to miss him. I am going to miss him something terrible. But I also have to remember the things he taught me and what I learned from him. And I have to apply that to my life and so on. God got my dad now. God has your loved ones. And if you're missing someone, if you lost someone, then you too have to take what you learned and you have to apply it to your life and you have to journey on. I know it will get better. I know that. I just want to make sure that I don't fall too deep into sadness because of the grieving before it does get better. And that's why I'm here. And I thank you all. And I'm so sorry once again for being absent from my podcast. And I got a lot of things that's coming up. And um, we're going to be okay. So I'm going to say this prayer. I know I don't do this too much. (laughs) I'm going to say this prayer. For those that have lost someone. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father. We come to you Lord in the name of Jesus. We come to you Father with an aching heart. We come to you, Lord, with confusion, sadness, anger. But we give it to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We give it to you, Lord, and we ask you to take it from us. We ask you to take whatever feeling that is not of peace, love in our heart, and we ask you to take that. We ask you to forgive us, Father of our sins, of our wrongdoing, of our transgressions. We ask you, Lord, to wash away our iniquities. We ask you, Lord, to keep us covered in the blood of Jesus, to touch our mind with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We ask you, Lord, to help us, to heal us, to remind us to trust in you that you have our loved ones and you're taking care of them. We need your strength to journey on, Lord. There's plenty of work for us to do. And we need your help. We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. We need the knowledge of the Holy Spirit to help us understand that this is the process. There's plenty of work for us to do, Father. 
and we need to do it. And we ask you, Lord, to keep us covered in the blood of Jesus, to motivate, to heal, to open doors. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the precious name of your beautiful Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, something that I think that uh, I'll do periodically. You know, I may start or end a podcast uh, with a prayer. Okay, I hope you all. Um, find the proper help or networking support that you need to get through your grieving process. And if you can't find anyone or group, you can always contact me and we'll do it together. Okay? You all take care. Have a good day. Prosper, grieve, but heal. Okay? If you do that, you'll be all right. This is GC Cameron. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh uh-huh.